Alright, hi, welcome to Distant Replay. My name is John and Sarah, and to the left of me I've got uh, Matt Church, and to the left of him, Jeff Doherty. Say hello, Jeff. Howdy. And then over there, right beside Jeff is Mike Sisko. Say hello, Mike. Hello. I mean, I guess, Church, you could say hello, too. I caught right by oh, you. Oh, you know, good day. <laughs> good day, eh? Good day, eh? Bob and Doug McKenzie. <laughs> All right, so we're four Canucks up here talking sports, and the idea with this uh, podcast is to look back on iconic sporting events and dissect them all a little bit, revisit them, talk about what happened and maybe the what-ifs, and kind of as a group, we we decided that the first first one we were going to take a stab at was uh, the Toronto Blue Jays' 1993 World Series win. Uh, the reason being is that Joe Carter hits his famous uh, touch em all Joe home run to win the World Series. Oh, man. Jays come back in the ninth inning to win by two runs off Joe Carter's home run. Uh, in my opinion, it was one of the more iconic sport moments in my lifetime because on a national world level, the Toronto Blue Jays were right there. Um, you know, he's in the same conversation. Carter's in the same conversation as who's the guy from, is it Mazeroski? Who hit the home run? Bill Mazeroski. 1960 World Series. There yeah. you go. So, you know, Americans saw this. It wasn't an isolated Stanley Cup victory that maybe people in California didn't see. This is uh, something that permeated through. Back to back. All out. And it was back, back to, to back. back. Walk-off. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that Toronto was a hub of baseball back then, too. Like, if you look at the free agents and such, that they... Yeah, they all went to Toronto. Yeah, yeah. They spent the most. Yeah. They brought in Paul Molitor. Yeah. And Ricky Henderson came in. Dave Stewart and... Dave Stewart, yeah. Jack everyone Morris wanted to play in Toronto. Well, Tour won the World Series MVP that year, 93. And the Jays were breaking attendance records, too, back then. I remember yeah. they were getting, like, 4 million fans, <coughs> fans a year. So, yeah, it was the Jays' second World Series win in a row. Uh, 1993, you guys... Want to take a stab at what songs were popular back then? Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm thinking Informer was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Mike cheated. I don't know yes. how I knew that, but... Uh... Informer was up there. I Will Always Love You, uh, Whitney Houston. Remember uh, Two Princes? Yes. Spin Doctors? <laughs> yes, Is that... the Spin Doctors. Ah, there we go. <laughs> and then uh, so I do... Alley. I'm old. <laughs> I'd Do Anything for Love. Remember that? Meatloaf, I would. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but that, what was the that? Jeff says that to me all the what time. What was the that? <laughs> Screwing around, real doing around was the one that he wouldn't do. I don't know. I was only like thirteen at the time, so my brain was so innocent. <laughs> it was like, but he won't do that. Like yeah. I was picturing like chores or something. I don't know. <laughs> I won't do the dishes. I won't do the dishes. I'll do anything else. Um, movies at the time, uh, Jurassic Park. Groundhog Day, still classic oh, after all these years. Hated that movie. Uh, <laughs> it just annoyed the hell out of me that they just played it over and over again in the same ten minutes. I see Jurassic <laughs> Park is not that long ago. Groundhog Day seems like so long ago. Yeah. You yeah. know, it was the same year. Well, and Jurassic Park, really, if it wasn't for that, the Raptors wouldn't be the Raptors. I'm pretty sure. Like, that's where they got the name for it, was from that movie, I'm thinking. Maybe. Um, last action hero. I don't even think I saw that. It was supposed to be a big hit, but it bombed at the box office. Even right. though Arnie was in it. Yeah, I, I, I lo- do remember that. I remember them talking about but how it's bad a great, it was. It's a great it, movie. There's a little. There's a little scene where the the T one thousand comes and walks by the kid and Arnold. Yeah. Uh, and in the you know, from the from the Terminator, which was really cool. You have to catch it like 
like because it's Robert Patrick dressed in the cop uniform. That was the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> well, I have to to watch have last action hero viewing party. Yeah, and then, or at uh, least that ten minutes. Another movie uh, kind of fitting that was popular. I remember it won Oscars, and I didn't watch it as a kid, but Philadelphia. With oh uh, yeah, Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington. And Denzel. My uh, man, guys, Denzel. Me, guy's memory didn't slow down one bit in twenty five years. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah. yesterday. Yeah, um, with Mike. Um, so the next year, the MLB goes on strike. Uh, I don't remember much. I remember obviously August twelfth. <laughs> August twelfth, nineteen ninety four. The day my life died. Let me tell you, because they'd gone to the wild card system. There were three divisions. Baseball was so amazing. Uh, Matt Williams had forty three home runs that year. He was like approaching the sixty one. Right? It was just incredible. Bagwell had one hundred and sixteen RBIs at that point, and baseball. Jeez. That was it. They ended it. Well, and what I read was that it was small market teams wanted a salary cap and shared TV revenue, and that caused. Which seems fair. <laughs> I don't know. In my opinion, it seems like a legit reason oh, to get to the How they let baseball table, die but. is beyond me. So we were going to maybe talk about it later, <coughs> but the Montreal Expos are a talking point from that time because, as we'll talk about... They were uh, the best team in baseball in 94. Philly got into the playoffs by beating Montreal by three games in mm-hmm. 1993. MLB goes on strike in 94 where Montreal was the best team in baseball. So, right. 93 the was the last year of the two teams making the playoffs. Right, the four divisions. So Montreal doesn't make the playoffs. Right. The next year, Montreal had a legit shot at winning a championship, and the season gets canceled. Yeah. And Bad luck, as you were saying, timing-wise, just bad. Because 93, they would have made the playoffs if they extended to that. You know that other the wild card the or whatever the ALDS and all that stuff. But the biggest travesty in '93 was in the in the West in the NL West because the Braves had 104 wins that year. The Giants missed the playoffs with 103 wins. I remember that. Yes. Yes. So the Giants were the second best team That's in crazy. all of baseball and, and missed the in. playoffs because of the 103 to 104 wins. Yep. Wow. So Philly actually had a better record than the Jays in the regular season. Um, I think the Jays outclass them, though, anyways, in the World Series, and I think the Jays were the better team. But that's an interesting... Oh, Philly beat Atlanta, and they're 104. Right. Yeah. But it's interesting to think what San Francisco could have done with their I know. three wins. Yeah, because uh, Bonds was MVP so, that year, too. But what a crazy way they used to do playoffs. Like, you'd play 162 games and only four teams of all those well, teams back in make the, it. Well, back in the day-day, there was only... You had the you won the pennant in the American League, won the pennant in the National League, and you w- played the World Series. That was it. You just just the World Series. The worst part is you got teams out of it by you know halfway through the year. You know, right. like you were not making a run at it. Halfway through, I'm sure there was teams that were like 25 games oh, yeah. in. We're like, well, <laughs> October's done and we are done. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see them go, and I might be one of the few. I would like to see them add even two oh, more April. playoffs. Do it like basketball and hockey. You have more the merrier so you don't have teams selling off or like have teams right now not trying this year yeah. there's only in the majors yeah. this year there's I agree the half the teams com- competing right now yeah wild card was the best thing they ever did in baseball I yeah. loved it so how many make it now uh, two wild six. cards and you got, three division winners you got five in each division but one makes a one game Four one yeah. play so ten make it yeah. twelve but one is a one game winner. I wish yeah, they did best of 
They call it they call it the playoffs, but it's just the one game play in, and it's like yeah. Do two out of three be more exciting? Two out of three, yeah, that's right. This one you can expand the season two more days. Yeah, they could just. (coughs) I agree. (laughs) There's ways to get around it to make it work. Um, Okay, so breaking down the team, so the Jays rode to the World Series. Jays finished ninety-five and sixty-seven, seven games up on the Yankees. And they defeat the White Sox four to two in a pretty forgettable American League Championship series. So I, I have no recollection. The funny thing is, if I remember correctly, I was doing a little research too. They say the White Sox was actually like the favored, the one that they expected to win that series. They had really? Frank Thomas, who was the yeah. MVP, I think, of the league. Maybe Frank Thomas Could've was. Been that year. I think so. Yeah. I think it was Frank Thomas and Barry Bonds in each league. Well. So they beat the White Sox seven games up on the Yankees, and I was looking at the Yankees team was pretty impressive that year too. Like they had like guys in their prime, Paul O'Neill and Danny Tartable, and like. Well, yeah, ninety four. They they were the best American League team. Yeah, so, so this was the year before that. Um, so they were getting getting there. Um, who else did the White Sox have? I'm trying to even think. I know Jack obviously. Jack McDowell would have been. Yep. Yeah, Black probably. Jack McDowell. Yep. And uh, but. At that point, where I was watching the Jays, I expected them to win, and they won four to two, and it wasn't even really close. Like they were playing really good ball. And if you looked at that season, there's there were slide. I think they lost six games going into like the All Star game or sometime around there. But the rest of the season, they were just well, wasn't winning it, series. Wasn't that the series. year that Olrud, Molitor, and Alomar won the like the first? They were one, two, three in the batting championship. It's crazy. And Fernandez, I think, was six that year. They had like three guy, four guys over three hundred, and three the um, top three. Yeah. So league. who won? It was Olerud. We hit like three sixty three. Yeah. And then it was Olerud, Molitor, Alomar. And then Alomar. Yeah. And uh, do you think that would ever happen again? No, I, I can't. I can't no. see it. That is crazy. Boston this year with Mookie Betts and JD Martinez. JD Martinez. That's a pretty good combo, but still not. No, three guys no, leading the league. <coughs> That's pretty nuts. So, they had those three guys, and who was out? So, Winfield was out from the year before. Yeah. Yeah. Molitor was in. Um, different kind of different kind of player, obviously, than Winfield. Um, we brought in Ricky Henderson. That was at the trade deadline? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So, Henderson's stat line is 44 games. He hits 215, four home runs, and 12 RBIs. So, not... Not, a, not the best Ricky Henderson. 227 in the playoffs. And not great in the playoffs, but as we'll get into it, he had some like pretty awesome moments. And yeah. I think that like he went, he was a good leader and pretty clutch when they needed him, even though he was shitty the rest of the time. He came through when they needed him. Um, Lost Kelly Gerber. I remember that was one of the lot of fan favorites, even though he yeah. was he oh, was did left. Sprague play in Sprague. They brought Sprague up, but I, if I remember correctly, Gruber had a little bit of uh, kind of pissed off at a few people, and they just pretty much. I think Cedo. So the best story I ever heard about Kelly Gruber was that he uh, he went out one night before a game because Cedo told him he was sitting the next day. Said you you got tomorrow off. So Gruber went out out on the town and like just got obliterated. Showed up late for, uh, I guess when they get got to get to the field, whatever batting practice. Showed up late and was just like, all right, I'm I'm good. Cito posts the lineup and uh, for the first time in his career, Kelly Gruber starting in right field. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hungover. So he had to play the game in right field all hungover. The best story from uh, Ricky Henderson getting to the Jays is they were all getting on the team bus, and I guess when you had uh, many years with the Jays or whatever, you could sit at the front of the bus. Yeah. So Ricky sits at the front of the bus, and they go, Ricky, you can't sit at the front of the bus. You don't have the tenure. Right. He goes, tenure? Ricky got 15 years. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Ricky's the best. Oh, I love Ricky Henderson. Um, Philly's team. Philly, they go, let's see, where are we? Philly goes 97-65, and 65, so they had two games better than the Jays. They finished three games up on Montreal, which we talked about. And they beat Atlanta 4-2 in the NLCS, which is interesting because Atlanta was a powerhouse back then and probably would have been favored to win Oh my that God! Yeah, it's Philly. They they had all that pitching: Maddox, Smoltz, Glavin, Avery. Jeez, like Atlanta fans. And only one World Series. To... Yeah, don't get me started on Bobby Cox, worst manager ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's for another pod, maybe. That's for another podcast. Don't don't have Matt Claremont here; he'll kill me. <laughs> we'll, have to, well, we'll have to get Matt in here. Yeah, as a special guest, just uh, to, just have rebuttal. the rebuttal to Bobby Cox. <laughs> so Philly's. Uh, the nickname is Macho Row because of uh, they had the mullet going. They had a lot, of mullet, <laughs> a lot of mullets. Oh yes, they had the trucker look. Dalton John Cruck. John Lady, I'm not an athlete. I'm a professional baseball player. Cruck, Lenny Dykstra, Darren Dalton, Mitch Williams. Um, I remember the media in Toronto at the time was like really hard on them for being like the truckers and like non-professional and so at the time as a Jays fan I was like yeah screw these guys they, they're losers but now I'm looking back and I'm thinking that I would have been a big Phillies fan if I if I didn't have another team invested in it if I didn't have another team in the race like it was just say it's Philly and the White Sox I'd be going Philly all, all oh the yeah oh yeah absolutely but as it stands they were the enemy um, I met Mitch Williams on the subway in Montreal. No way. Yeah, they were playing, the Cubs in Montreal played one night, and John and I were on the subway, and Mitch Williams was there, and we chatted with him and whatnot. I didn't realize that it would be kind of a defining moment, because that's one of the pitchers before that or after. was before this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, really? so yeah, yeah, I met one of the pitchers that gave up one of the most famous home runs of all you time. You should have probably told him that moment, don't shake it off. Yeah, yeah. Just throw it there. Yeah, yeah. It'd be funnier if you said something to him along the lines of, like, one day you will give up one of the most famous home runs of all time. Yes. See you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm in his head. I'm in his head. <laughs> so, so yeah, 1993. So this World Series, let's break it down. Where were you? Churchy, where were you in 93? I was a little boy in Chester. Yeah. I was made to go to bed and couldn't watch him win, win the World Series. Right. The old man would tape it on the old VHS and then I'd watch it in the morning, eating breakfast. It would it be good times. It'd be easier then too to not get the spoilers. I mean, I'm sure you probably did know what was going to happen, but well, I was hoping, I was hoping they would win, but it funny, was good. It was a good funny thing All is, Smoke and Joe. It was good. The funny thing is with the spoilers, because in '92 that's what happened. I had to go to bed, didn't watch the thing, and then I woke up next morning to go to school, and did not hear it over the radio. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just ruined. Yeah, just completely ruined done. it. So '93, I stayed up. I was uh, young, Chris Page, and nine years old, and I stayed yeah. up the whole entire time to watch that. Yeah. Same when the Habs won. I had to yeah. go to bed and watch it in the morning. You guys are young. Oh, yeah, just babies. Yeah, Mike, for the listeners, Mike's the grandfather of the group here. <laughs> he's the he's the oldie old. Oh, son. and I have a great story from that. Well, let's hear it. All right, so in 93, I was freshly divorced, 
and with my new my new lady, and we were at my buddy Al's place. We were watching the '93 World Series, and it got about to the sixth or seventh inning. And I said that at the time the Jays were down, yeah. and I said to everybody in the room, I go, I know what's going to happen. I said in the ninth inning, I said Ricky Henderson's going to come up and he's going to strike out, and I said Devon White's going to come up. No, no, sorry. I said Ricky Henderson was going to walk. Devon White would strike out, and Paul Molitor would hit a two-run shot to win the series. Okay. So anyway, it came the ninth inning, and unbelievably, here was Ricky Henderson at the plate, and he walked. And then Devon White came up and struck out. And when Molitor uh, stepped up to the plate, I'm like freaking out, I go. <laughs> and everybody in the room's going, was this taped earlier? Like, what is going on? And Molitor doubled. And then Carter came up and hit the home run. Yeah. So I was my prediction was just you were close. Molitor's actually singles, but we'll we'll get to that. Oh, it, what he ended up on second. Y- yeah. It was were... it was classified as single. That's right. I've... And he, but he ended up on second base. I don't even know if that's true. Something. I think you're just imagining that. No, I think, I think so. Now I'm gonna look it up. See, I thought this is what I kind of thought with them. I thought it was Henderson took a walk. You did. Devon White, I thought, took got a single. No. I thought Molitor got out. No, White, White struck flies out. out or something. No, he okay. struck out. I'm sure of it. I think that's what I predicted. We should have done this beforehand. We I did. Watch, I watched it yeah, just recently. I watched the last inning. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I'm sure that Molitor singles up the middle, and it's first and second when Carter hits his home run. Not second and third. I don't think so. Mike is a betting man. I will bet him. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get the box score. Get the box score. Yeah. Get the box score. Let's pull up the World Series. So okay. So anyway. So that's our. So Mike. There's Mike making. Uh, hey, we could YouTube it on the making bets in here. Um, I'm like I'm like a hundred percent sure. <laughs> really? Yeah. So Mike's making bets. I'm 13 at the time. I watched the. 92 World Series, so I was a little bit older than you guys, so I was able to stay up. Although I did fall asleep for Game 4, which was the 15-14 Jays win, where Tony Fernandez got five RBIs, and the Jays came back, scored six runs in like the eighth inning. I watched that eighth inning on YouTube. If you're a Phillies fan, it is the most heartbreaking thing to watch ever. Just total bullpen, fall apart, failure, and like... The Jays just took advantage of every mistake that they made. And I believe Dykstra just missed his third home run in that game, which yeah. would have won it for the Phillies. He hit two in that game and just missed a third one. Oh, wow. Like, late. Not, he, too, uh, not too long ago, Sportsnet had the... They replayed the oh, series is over uh, on their station, and I mm-hmm. watched them all. This was here about five years ago. And I remember seeing at the time the third baseman for... The Phillies made about three plays or missed three plays that he, I mean, maybe not he should have had, but close plays that he might have had that I think extended. Was, I think it was Darren Dalton, and this particularly that game four where the Jays have the comeback, there's a shot down third, and it was like the old AstroTurf at the uh, yeah. Philly Stadium. Oh, that was the worst and, uh, stadium you ever. Could, the ball takes, a, it takes one of those weird kind of skip hops on him, and you can see that he plays it a little, but it was a play that a major league third yeah. baseman should have had. It was a bad, bad error, and it kept the rally going, and and uh, Jays came back. So, yeah, I was thirteen, watching the games. I think I had friends over from the ball team. So li- living in Toronto at the time, it was like baseball was life. Like hockey was just something you did until <coughs> baseball season came back around. Strike killed that momentum pretty bad. Oh yeah, it was it was kind of really shitty. Um, I remember they had at my elementary school. They had an assembly that everybody went in and dressed up, face painted, and nice. all that, because they wanted to do like a 
VHS camera and just send it away so everybody is cheering and everything. Oh, cool. Like, everybody was a Jays fan. Nowadays, you get so much because with internet and with TV, you recognize other teams mm-hmm. now and you can have other favorite teams. But back yeah. then, you got one channel and that was the Blue Jay channel. Yeah. You might watch highlights of the other teams, but everybody's a Blue well, Jay. We had the French channel. We could watch Expos. Yeah. <laughs> RDS or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> and that strike went into 95, eh? Like yeah, they didn't start. Long. They didn't yeah. start the season in '95 till a little bit later. <coughs> so it was a shortened schedule. And Cal Ripken actually saved the season because he broke uh, Lou Gehrig's Ironman streak that year. And that right. was that was kind of when people started following baseball again. And did that lead into the home run chases with Sosa and McGuire? Or was that still a couple years later? That would be '98. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, Philly's rotation was uh, for the series was Schilling, Mulholland, Danny Jackson. Some guy named Green. I can't honestly Tommy Green. Tommy Green. Yeah. Don't remember him. Uh, Jay's rotation was Guzman, Stewart, Hankin, Stottlemyre. I don't remember Stottlemyre what? making a I remember Stottlemyre sliding into third yeah. base and scraping yeah, his yeah. chin. Yeah, I do remember that. Right? He yeah, yeah, yeah. still had the warm up jacket. That was awesome. The and then he flipped off the mayor of, of uh, Philadelphia yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. 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 Kiss oh, Stottlemyre? Yeah, yeah, kiss my ass. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stottlemyre was awesome. Yep, so Stoudemire was in there, and then, um, so the first five games go like this, split two in Toronto, and the Jays win the next one in Philly, so they're up two to one, then game four was the crazy Jays win 15-14 on Tony Fernandez's five RBI night, uh, six run eighth inning, so that put the Jays up 3-1, and then I remember they were back in Philly for the next game, and shilling it just, was like, that the 2-0 yeah. nothing game? 2 nothing just yeah. dominated yeah. them. Schilling was dominant. Yeah. So now Jays are up three to two, and coming into game six, uh, some stats that I found pretty interesting was that Molitor was the first guy ever in the World Series to hit two triples, two doubles, and two home runs in the same World Series. He finishes twelve for twenty three, so like pretty wow, incredible over five hundred performance. Wow. Um, and the crazy thing is, for Molitor, you think, <coughs> what positions do you think of when you think of Paul Molitor? Second and third. Second and third. He played one game first. Game three, he played a first base. Alderu didn't play. They sat their 360. Dude, I, I totally forgot about that, but yeah. you're absolutely right. And then the next two games, he played third base, which isn't easy for somebody who's DH the entire year to go yeah, play yeah. third base. Yeah. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine? So... Maybe Cito Gaston doesn't get the credit he deserves. Yeah, all oh, little because, things like that like, is. You're going into it's a World Series game. You've got the guy who won the batting title by a country mile, three sixty three, like best pure hitter in the league at the time, and you're like, well, if he plays first base, Molitor doesn't yeah. hit, and he makes the decision to t- sit. I'm right. guessing it must have been a lefty pitching game. Yeah, too. I wonder if that's that what would it think was. So that, would, too. that would help. Yeah. It must have been Mulholland. I think Jackson was a lefty too. Jackson was a lefty, yeah. so that yeah. might have been it. So it was must have been, been Danny it. Jackson. Yeah, absolutely. But even still, I don't think Olerud had a bad, a tough time against lefties. You not can't horribly. hit three sixty three and not no, hit, that's not right. Lefties well. Um, so Jays are down by two. Uh, I've written this all down, Mike. So you can pay me. You can pay me when I'm done recounting what happened. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Henderson leads off the ninth. So just before, uh, what's his face, Williams, goes to pitch, throws first pitch, uh, Henderson calls time, like as batters do. The ump jumps out of the way, Henderson jumps out of the way, and the catcher jumps out of the way, but Williams is such a madman and he's got such a crazy windup that he's not even looking at home plate, so he has to stop himself from letting go of the ball. And he falls on the mound. So 
I remember this. This is the like to me, it's the best little gamesmanship ever because Henderson's just in his head now, and he's like his nickname's Wild Thing, right? So he's got to try to get it back. Of course, he doesn't. He ends up walking Henderson. So you've got the all-time greatest four high pitches. Yeah, and you got the all-time greatest base stealer now on first. I remember with three zero count, Henderson dropped the bunt down just to be, a, you know, just to put that yeah, bunt yeah, down yeah. in zone. Yep. So the next, uh, so Henderson draws the walk. Devo flies to left. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's what, we, we put a $25 on it? I don't think that part. I heard 50. 50, oh, that was $50, $50 yes. Three spots in that hockey character. Yeah. <laughs> and a rookie. <laughs> Before we go any further, we should take the moment to uh, thank you, our sponsor, by virtue of hosting our little podcast tonight, Elsewhere Gaming and Hobbies. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> minus Nova For all your show. hockey card and baseball card needs. I got two today. <laughs> And now the owner owes me fifty dollars. Um, <laughs> so Devo flies to left. Molitor comes up. He hit an RBI triple in the first and a solo home run in the fifth. So like, he's already the MVP. Um, he hits a single up the middle. So there's first and second, one out. Uh, the Joe Carter comes to the plate, and I've got here who's on deck because what had happened earlier is that Olerud got subbed out for Alfredo Griffin to run for Olerud earlier in the game. So. Before Carter hits his home run, let's just say... Is Molitor not? Molitor's on, Molitor on base. On base, okay, yeah. So let's say that... Single and just... Let's single. say Carter, there's one out, let's say Carter pops up or whatever, so now there's two out. Alfredo Griffin? <laughs> Is he the next guy? They're not going to bat Alfredo Griffin. And like I was looking at their bench, they had a weak bench. It was like Darnell Coles was like their best. Oh my god, Darnell Coles. Maybe Ed Sprague, but he could have even been playing that game. Yeah, I don't know. It would be, no, it was at home, so he would have been playing because they yeah. would have had DH. Yeah, he would have been so there. Sprague was already in the game, so it was like, and then they had like Randy Knorr, which is Oh awful. my land. So it's a good thing Carter did what yeah. he did because, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine Darnell Coles comes up and is the all of a sudden yeah. World Series yeah. hero? Yeah. Totally alternate reality. Ground into double play and Phillies, <laughs> Phillies take it to yeah. game seven. That'd be scary. Yeah. Who would have been pitching Game 7 if it went there? Oh, wait, I have this. Um, Schilling again? Does no. Philly gets out of it and forces a Game 7. What's the what's the pitching matchup? Danny Jackson. So if they kept going on yeah. their same yeah. order, it would be <coughs> Danny Jackson versus Pat Henkin in Toronto. And Pat Henkin was there. It was interesting about Pat Henkin is he was young. He wasn't even supposed to be a starter. He was the number five. Him and David Wells were competing for number five and another guy. David Wells got cut. Hankin made you know made the squad yeah. as the number five and turned out being their best pitcher. Yeah. Won 19 games that year, I think. Yeah. So, so you'd have your, you know, your ace. kind of your ace. I guess you'd call Stewart or Guzman. Like, that's pretty good staff yeah. when you have to decide who your ace is. But uh, Hankin over Jackson. Jays hit Jackson really well. So I'm thinking that if I'm Philly, I don't throw Jackson. And... You get Schilling on three days rest? Maybe so. That's pretty short. But he didn't Bob just, he off, But Schilling, Schilling was a beast. Yeah. Schilling also threw nine shutout innings the game before, so he was probably up in pitch count, too. Well, there was, but there was a travel day in between there, so it was like he did, he threw it, travel day. And if you pitch a shutout, game, typically so you're not throwing a lot of pitches. It would have been... I wouldn't be surprised if he yeah, did it. I think they would. Those... I think that has seen Schilling in Game yeah. Seven. Yeah, absolutely. Which could have given them a fighting chance. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the stats of the series, the Jays basically out hit Philly a lot. Although 
Philly put up a pretty good, pretty good fight. Um, so two and two count. Carter, everybody knows, hits the home run. You got the touch them all, Joe. You'll never swing hit a belt. home run. <laughs> swing yeah. a belt down the line. Um, I remember I had friends over from the baseball team, and one guy was standing in front of the TV with a baseball bat, swinging with every every pitch that was coming. And when Carter hit it, he did like this awesome bat flip that no one else yeah. will ever have seen. But I saw we're all like, <laughs> and we ran outside of the house and ran down the streets cheering and Top yelling. Of and, the bat flip. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's got to be one of the best calls I can think of. Oh, uh, it was epic. I always remember it. That and uh, the Kirk Gibson one is one that comes to mind with uh, Vin Scully. Oh, my God. Kirk Gibson. I said all I year the most valuable player for the Dodgers was Tinkerbell, but tonight Tinkerbell took a backseat to Kirk Gibson. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, Paul Molitor, obviously World Series MVP. Um, watching those games four and game six and seeing uh, Ricky Henderson draw like the walk and he got a really important single in the game four I think to tie that game um, I think that his career with the Jays was like short lived mm-hmm. and people think it was a bust but if you watch it again you see that he actually did some like really amazing leadership like clutch clutch plays for the Jays um, the Pitching in the series was kind of nuts. They like there were so many like five run innings. <laughs> the crazy thing about that series is I think there was only one game that wasn't three runs. The ten there was a ten three game. I think it might yeah. be game three. Mm-hmm. Every other game was within two runs. Oh yeah, I think maybe three. Yeah, Philly they they, they stuck with the Jays. Yeah. They kept kept fighting with them. So it's hard to believe you go from fifteen fourteen to like two nothing yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's uh, it was game three for ten three. Ten three, and yeah. that was uh, that was the other thing. <coughs> Phillies fans acknowledging that their bullpen was tired and useless, and <laughs> so basically, if there was a game seven and the Jays could get to a bullpen, uh, their offense. I think, Mitch Williams got death threats. Everything after that, poor guy. Like his career was just totally imploded. Yeah, best sign I saw was years later the Jays played a interleague game in Philly, and a guy had a sign that said. <laughs> Joe Carter ruined my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's it. there you have it. The Jays win their second World Series in a row. Uh, Joe Carter hits the the walk off homer, the iconic shot. That year, you also had the Habs winning the World <coughs> Series. Ah, uh, the Stanley Cup. The Cowboy Stanley Cup. Sorry. Yeah, this is where Church and I have been waiting for. We go to Disneyland. Yeah, <laughs> I like that Gretzky. <laughs> I think that whole Stanley Cup run is worth its own podcast because you have oh my god you have mayday you have david volek eliminating the, the two-time upset the champions yeah oh man you have the leafs getting within a sniff of making right the stanley cup Gretzky's high stick. Gretzky's Gretzky's high stick. stick yeah and if the leafs made the stanley cup it would have been leafs habs and it would have been the last year ever that that would have been possible yeah. because they yeah. realigned the next year that's right so they'll never be able to play each other for the cup again and, and that year, uh, there were four divisions, mm-hmm. and the four teams that finished third in each division were the last four competing for the Cup. Nice. All the number ones and twos were all gone. Yeah. And L.A. went through all Canadian teams that entire, yeah, that's right. entire run. Um, 
Toronto went to seven games, all three series. The Habs won, what, ten overtime games? Ten straight like, overtime. Ten straight overtime? Ten straight. Yeah. yeah. They lost their first overtime game. Uh, game one, they Great. lost to Quebec. Yeah. They were up 2 nothing with two minutes to go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Quebec tied it up, and then Young, Scott Young, scored in overtime, and then Montreal ran off ten straight overtime yeah. wins after And that. wasn't that... Buffalo was that Buffalo Boston with Mayday? Buffalo yeah. Boston. Yeah. Oh, I was t- telling Maddie earlier today. Boston came in on an eight-game winning streak mm-hmm. to the in that season, and Buffalo came in on a seven-game losing streak, and then Buffalo swept them. Nice in the in the in the playoffs. Three three games in overtime there too. We gotta yeah. save this stuff. We're yeah. ruining. It. <laughs> yeah, we gotta save. We gotta save this. Oh yeah, that's just the preview. That's just the preview, preview for the next podcast. We're talking about that all day long. <laughs> Good. <laughs> kind of looking outside right. then do you see the Blue Jays that team the 93 team is one of the best ever teams they had I think I remember we're looking at this seven all-stars from that year you yeah. four yeah. Hall of Famers and five Hall of Famers five. Jack Morris as well if you would count him he had a down year <coughs> he didn't pitch well I think he went three or six and eleven six ERA but he was still a Hall of Famer yeah. mm-hmm. so you have all-stars if you have Dewan White you have Olerud Alomar Carter uh, Dwayne Ward and Pat Hankin, yeah. and then for uh, Hall, Hall of Fame. Famers with the Henderson, yeah. uh, Alomar, Molitor. Molitor, Stewart, Stewart, and Jack Morris. It's nuts. That's it's five f- Hall of Famers. On so one team. the one way that I look at this is uh, if you go on MLB the Show, mm-hmm. stay with me here. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's guys that are crazy about creating rosters, and they try to create rosters as like precisely as they can and so there's like these roster sets for instance there's one of uh best teams from the 90s to 2009 and uh the jays team i think the 92 jays team is ranked like second overall in that yeah. span now, i think the 93 team is just a little bit even that much better than the 92 team just for offense just for the offense that they had so i think i'd put them up there against a lot of teams i mean yeah it's hard to say. We don't win back-to-back World Series without being yeah. a great team. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. In the picture, you had that Mark Icorn just put up. If you look at his stats, it's something crazy oh, yeah. what he put up that year. He was 10-3 and three with like a 1.9 ERA or a 2.9 ERA. He was, yeah. And he pitched, he got 160 strikeouts as a reliever. Virtually unhittable yeah. against righties. Like, righties just couldn't hit off of him. The one thing that's messed up to think about, too, is at least from my perspective, is that I saw the Jays win. We all saw the Jays win two World Series in a row, and it's not unheard of for that to be it for our lives. Yeah. <laughs> like We could live the rest of our lives, yeah. and that could be it, right? And then that's another reason why I hate Boston so much. Yeah. Because, at the uh, rate they're going, it's quite possible. They just, they're like, I think the Bruins are overdue for a cup victory this year, basically. Imagine being born, well, I hope not. Being oh. born like in 1918, and being a Red Sox fan, mm. and live to be 83 years old, and die, and you've never <laughs> seen never the seen Red win. Sox win the World Series. <laughs> right? Like, that's how, awesome. How many have they won now? Three? Three since then? It was 04, <sighs> maybe four. Four. Three, they won four now. Four, or three. Because Ortiz seven, won four, three. Four, seven, 12. 13 or 12. And then just Last year or something like that. Thirteen, Anyways, maybe. We yeah. most definitely won't have a podcast. <coughs> I just had to get no. a dig on the Red Sox in Although, case any Red Sox fan ever listened to this. A two thousand and four Red Sox could be, be that, could be interesting because I think we were all Red Sox fans then. 